Hello, this is Reverend Raymond Kaufman, pastor of the Log Cabin Community Church in Vinings, Georgia. Welcome to our podcast. Today, we're welcoming in the new year, 2021. This week, I read a story about a little boy, and this little boy told his father, he said, Dad, if three frogs were sitting on a limb and that hung over a pool, and one frog decided to jump off into the pool, how many frogs, Dad, would be left on that limb? And the dad replied, well, two. No, the son replied. There are three frogs, and one decides to jump. So how many are left? The dad thought for a minute. He scratched his head, and he said, oh, I get it. If one decides to jump, the others would too, so there's none left. And the boy said, no, Dad. The answer is three. The frog only decided to jump. (laughs) Does that sound like last year's New Year's resolutions to you? We decided to do something, but we didn't follow through. That happens a lot in my life. Boy, I'm so glad it's a new year. It's 2021, and I feel so much hope and and goodness in in our world. And the people I, my family and my friends, everyone seems to have, have turned the page into a new year. And that that is such a good thing. You know, as I think about the new year, I'd like to talk to us about three things that I think help us to have more balance in our lives as we start out the new year with a, a, a fresh a fresh page. You know, I love the passage in Ecclesiastes that that starts out, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under heavens. It's a beautiful passage. It talks about there's a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot. It's a beautiful passage. And I think about a new year being a time to to start over again. How do we as believers, how do we obtain more balance in our lives as we approach a new year? And I think one thing we must do is we must discover our true purpose. What is your purpose in the world? In 2020, this past year, did your priorities change as the world shifted? Um, Mine sure did. I slowed down a little bit. I took time for more self-reflection. I was able to prioritize my time in better ways. I became more conscious of self-care, of taking care of myself, not just um, body and mind, but spirit as well, taking care of my whole person. I took time to worship, and although we weren't worshiping in our our, uh, chapel for many months, I was able to worship and pray and meditate in my life, and it helped me to grow personally. I became more aware of the needs around me of, and enjoying spending time with my family and the few friends that I was able to see. Um, you know, I really wasn't so concentrating on trying to please others and impress other people. So these are some of the things that I learned about being able to spend time alone and not being lonely. It is God in you to will and to act according to his good purpose, we read in the scriptures. So when you think about your purpose in life, and I know it changes throughout the course of our lifetime, but we think about what is our purpose right now. You know, I think as Christians, our purpose is to to worship God, to be grateful, but all of us have to look within to find what is the purpose in life and what am what am I here for in this in this period of time? 
Scripture says, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. So when we find our purpose in life, to do it the best we possibly can and using that purpose to glorify God, to know God and to have an ongoing relationship with him. As we have that close relationship, it enriches our lives. I love the verse that reads like this. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things, all these small things, shall be added unto you. When we put God first in our lives, all the pieces of life's puzzle seem to come together. Now, the second thing we must do to have balance in our lives in a new year is to really establish our priorities. We have to begin by asking ourselves, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? And what are your gifts? What are your God-given gifts? What, what's your superpower? Someone asked me that recently, and it really made me think, what is your superpower? What, what can you do better than others? And what are your gifts, and what are your limitations? And we look at the gifts that God has given us. I think we have a better understanding of who we are, and it helps us to set our priorities. If you're good at hospitality and making people feel comfortable and at ease in your presence, that's a gift. If you're good at quietly working behind the scenes to accomplish a task, if you're good at finances, if you're good with people, if you're good with strategic planning, whatever your gift might be to find your gift and be able to use it. It might be just simply a gift of of, of serving. How can I use these gifts to fulfill God's purpose in the world? When I think about our church, I think a variety of people who all are very gifted, and everyone uses their gifts in very subtle ways. Many times I drive up to the church and people are out gardening and working in the yard, and there's people that come during the week that aren't even seen, that are pulling weeds. We have a beautiful, you know, park-like campus. It always looks very nice, but there's people that tend to, to those grounds and do a beautiful job. There's people that come and clean out closets and, and do things that aren't very glamorous. And then there's those that use their skills with finances and planning and musical skills and so many different things that it's beautiful when people know their purpose and, and they know their priorities, they know their gifts, and they utilize them. I, I think it fulfills your life in a really unique way. So we have to go in the direction of our interests and our gifts. And this is how and why God has created you to use those gifts, and that becomes your priority. The final third thing we must do to have more balance in our life is decide on a plan. Remember the story I talked about, the little boy talking about the frog that decided to jump, but he never did? Well, we have to make a plan, and we can understand our purpose and set our priorities. But if we have no plan of how we're going to do it, uh, it, it, it it'll never happen. So it is so easy to let life sweep you along and your agenda, and then your agenda becomes filled with doing urgent little things and maybe not your priorities. It's so easy to let life just kind of drift by you and life will just happen. But I encourage us to to have a plan of the things we want to accomplish in our life. We want our lives to happen on purpose. We all have enough time to do what God really wants us to do. So I hope this is the year that last year you could maybe do some self-reflection, slow down a little bit, and this year to plan, what, what is my purpose? 
What are my priorities? How can I make these things happen in my life? As we close today, I would love to share with you a beautiful prayer that I read this week. And it's a prayer for the new year. And I share it with you. It reads like this Dear God, give me the courage to begin again, to overlook the difficulties, to overcome the obstacles and to stay open to the moment as best I can. Help me to be patient enough to know it takes time to start over and wise enough to ask for help from family and for friends when I need it. And as I look to the future, Lord, may I reflect on the past and remember the lessons it's taught me. And God, may I always look to you for strength, and guidance. Amen. My prayer for you is that this year, 2021, will be an inspiring and wonderful year in your life and the life of those you love and care for. My wish for you is a happy new year. God bless you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today.